Okay, ladies, summer is just around the corner. And so a lot of women fall into two camps. They're like, I need to do all the things right now to get ready for summer because once summer comes, it's just going to be too busy. You know, we're running the kids here, there, and everywhere. And let's face it, 2020 was a shit show. And we want to make sure that we are not missing out on the things we missed out on last summer. And let's just be honest, for most of 2020. So if you are a woman who is in your 40s and feel like you have to choose between having a fun summer or sticking with your health goals, I have just the thing. I call it stress-free summer. It's a 66-day healthy lifestyle transformation challenge that shows you exactly how to stay consistent with your health and workouts this summer with ease. No, you will not be having to choose between having an ice cream cone or eating a garden salad, right? Those days are over. You know, we will work with how do you stop sabotaging yourself and just feel fit, free, comfortable, and confident in your skin. So if you're ready to stop feeling like that desperate dieter and really wanting to start to feel like you got this, then do me a favor, hop on the waiting list for this amazing program. We start on June 27th and we take you all the way through summer. So this will be the first summer that you not only honor the commitments you make to other people, you will finally honor the commitments that you make to you and your health throughout the summer. Ah, I can't wait to see you on the other side. Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock-steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes-Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. Hey, magic makers, it's this week's iTunes review. Amy W. Fitness says, Kim knows her stuff keeps it real on all levels, five stars. Awesome podcast series on relatable topics that women deal with. Kim's advice, along with her sense of humor, is what everyone needs to find their fit girl magic. Well, thank you so much, Amy W. Fitness. That warms my heart. If you haven't yet left your review, please head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and hit rate, And then hopefully it's a five-star hint and leave me a review. Thanks. All right, Magic Makers. Today, I am going to talk about summer. And I know that some of you are like, summer? Like, isn't that a little too early to be talking about summer? In fact, it's not a little too early to be talking about summer. And, you know, when people think about getting ready for summer, the first thing is like, oh, I have to lose weight. And this came about um, probably probably like three years ago, I was teaching a class and this woman's like, you know, I'm going on vacation in two weeks. What do I need to do to tone it up? And that kind of thinking makes me not so (laughs) makes me absolutely crazy because that's what keeps us stuck, right? You know, 
We think that if I do this like juice cleanse for nine days, I'm going to look absolutely stunning and fabulous and, you know, Instagram worthy. But here's the thing, right? That's not how it works, right? Especially if you've been dieting for a really long time, your body is just so like, girl, I ain't giving it to you. You've beaten me into submission and I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. So let's really take a big step back. And what does it really mean to get your body ready for summer? And it doesn't always necessarily mean losing weight. It could just mean by the time summer rolls around that, you know, if you do have on summer, summer weight, you might want to, you know, uh, reduce it a little bit because you want to feel comfortable and confident in the clothes by in your clothes. You, we've got a little bit more skin showing and we don't want to be hiding it underneath our winter parker. But also summer is another, another time to come to Jesus with what does my time look like? when it comes to working out, what, what does my food look like when it comes to eating? Because I know for some people, when it comes to summer, they're increasing their food a little bit. When it comes to, uh, or increasing their food, maybe it's increasing the alcohol a little bit, but maybe their exercise goes down because maybe they're traveling a lot more. You know, this is probably one of the first summers in a while. We haven't had a lot of restrictions. So, you know, we're heading to the beach, we're wearing summer dresses, shorts, and we wanna look good without having to strategically cover ourselves. And we want to shut down our, our inner, our inner critics. And we just want to feel comfortable. And it's definitely possible. So five mistakes that seem to trip most people up. And this is how we can start, you know, taking the steps to avoid them so that we aren't disappointed. The first place that I see people is not starting early enough. So the first, like I said, I mentioned this woman, she comes to my class and literally every time she comes to my class, it's like, she's a few weeks out from a vacation or some type of big event. And the big thing is we can't always be sprinting to the finish line. That is the the common mistake. We don't give ourselves enough time. We expect miracles overnight. We expect our bodies to be Amazon Prime. And if it doesn't arrive on Tuesday, you're pissed. And so in reality, it takes about 90 days for us to see a visible difference that that makes people like sit up and notice, okay? So when you think about it, in the first month, maybe your face gets a little slimmer. Maybe your belly gets a little bit smaller. By the second month, your friends and family start to notice. And by the third month, everybody in your neighborhood will notice that you've lost weight. And so I want you to think about, let's give yourself this like nice big timeline of how we're going to do it so that it's not this like struggle, this suffer fest that it's like, okay, you know, this is how I'm going to start. I'm going to start by, instead of reducing everything, I'm going to start by looking at what I'm doing. Can I add more vegetables? Like that's the first thing when I start working with a, a client is like, I'm like, what are you doing right now? Right. Instead of saying no, 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 no. I'm like, what's happening right now? And for the most part, I see a lot of people aren't eating enough vegetables. So can I add more vegetables to my nutrition? And when I say vegetables, I'm not making meaning onion and peppers. I'm talking some really, you know, some green vegetables, some fibrous vegetables that are really going to have staying power for you. The other thing is create a workout schedule that you can easily stick with. You know, is it two days a week? Is it three days a week? Right. Because I, I see it all the time. People are like, I can go to the gym seven days a week. And then I'm like, okay, so you don't have kids. You don't have a job. You don't have any other things in your life that might pop up to keep you from going to the gym. So I challenge you to come up with a schedule that feels doable, right? That, you know, and map it out, put it on your, uh, Put it on your calendar and treat it like an appointment that you can't break. You know, so it's like every week I sit down on Sunday night. And I'm like, what does the week hold for me? And some, you know, for the most part, you know, my, many of my 
clients were over 40. So like, we don't have a lot of crazy, like last minute things, but last minute things do pop up. But it's like, you know, I know real, uh, realistically, I know that this is my schedule. My schedule is Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Those are my opportunities to work out. And for the most part, those are the days that I stick with. But from time to time, something pops up and I'm not able to do that. So my goal is good, better, best, right? So a good week is three days. A better week is four days. The best week is five days. And I need to learn to be okay with that. And I also need to learn to be honor the season that I'm in. You know, um, maybe I have a, a month that I might be traveling a lot. And so I have to be okay with three days a week and say, you know what? It's just this season. It's not forever and not beat myself up because I'm not hitting those five days a week. Um, and then, you know, making sure that I, my workouts are purposeful. And I've done several uh, podcasts all about, you know, what, you know, quote unquote counts as a workout. So go back to those. And if you want to really deep dive into what counts as a workout, the next place I go is we don't track our progress, right? What gets done gets measured. And we see, I see so many women blindly like going into weight loss and, you know, it's this whole list of like, I saw that Sharon was doing keto. So that's what I'm going to do. And I saw that Susie over here, she was doing whole 30. And I saw this person was doing hard 75. And it's like, let's just like flip that up. But let's just throw that away and let's start to figure out what is going to work for us and start by tracking progress. Now, I know for many people, they're like, oh, I didn't want to check me feed. It's hard. Yeah. But like, how do you know what's going on? You know, right now I'm having a conversation with a woman in a Facebook group and she's like, I'm doing keto and it's not working. And I was like, how do you know? She's like, well, I'm not losing weight. I'm like, so what are you eating? What do you mean? What, what, what do you mean? What am I eating? I'm like, what is, I'm like, I think that's pretty straightforward. What? are you eating? <laughs> and so many people don't know what they're eating. And so every morsel that goes into your mouth, write it down. And I'm talking measurement. Like I had a cup of this, a quarter cup of that, five ounces of this. And now in the beginning, it's a little tedious. And do you have to track forever? Absolutely not. I don't encourage that. But if you're looking at a change, we have to know what's going on. It's kind of like, I think about your car and you're like, my car needs gas. Well, how do you know your car needs gas? Because you look at the gauge and the gas gauge says, you know, half a tank, quarter tank, whatever it says. Or you're, you know, if you're like me, my yellow light comes on and says, hey girl, time to get some gas. And that's when I know I need to get gas. But if we don't track what's going on, then how do you know, right? If I aim at nothing, I'm always going to hit it. And my favorite, I think Robin Sherma said this, but it wasn't me, but I think it was Robin Sherma, but if it doesn't, who cares? What gets measured gets managed. And so we got to start by saying, what is going on? So it's like, I got to look at how many days a week am I working out? What am I doing at those workouts, right? Am I just going to the gym and doing cardio? How much, how much cardio am I doing? What am I eating? Like what's truly going into my mouth and being able to say, okay, now I can be more strategic. And also when you come to work with a coach, we're going to ask you that. Like, I can't, you know, I don't have a crystal ball. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, okay, Sally, I just met you. I don't know you from Adam, but this is what you're going to do. Like run from those people. I'm like, okay, what's happening now? Because I'm sure that there's things you're doing that are fabulous. I'm positive there are things you're doing that are fabulous. And I'm sure there are things that if we did a little small tweaks here and there, boom, you be off to the races. All right. Um, so that leads into not having a plan. 
right? If I don't have a plan and the, there's two thing, parts of the plan. The first part of the plan is that the plan has to fit into my life, right? You know, I, I've shared this story before that I, I had a client that she, before kids, would go to the gym Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. before work. And that was her thing. And she was very, very good at it. Then she had a kid. And then we all know sometimes kids don't sleep through the night. Sometimes they get sick. There's always something that is unpredictable when we have little ones. And she would get so frustrated that her schedule would be like blown up because she was like, oh, I was up all, I was up late with my up late with my daughter. And I, you know, I couldn't go to the gym, you know, two days and now I'm pissed, I'm behind. And I was like, you know what? We have to like be able to have a plan and look at what's going on in our life. And so, and decide like, okay, I have a kid now. So maybe it's not five days a week. So maybe I have to be okay with three days a week. Maybe I have to be okay with two days a week. Maybe you have to be okay with, you know what? I can't go to the gym anymore. So I'm gonna have to figure out how I'm gonna work out at home, right? That's one. Two, I have an, another client who's, she's a tax attorney. I'm sorry, tax uh, CPA. And tax season, you know, so pretty much from February through May, she's like out of pocket. So she had to come to grips with like, what does her schedule look like? What does her plan look like in that season of her life? And we all have those seasons in our life where things are just a little out of control that we have to like learn to like ratchet back our assumptions. And so this is where I always say to people that with our plan, you have to be excited about the plan. You have, I'm talking about, you have to be excited about the plan. It helps us, it has to work for your life, right? And it has to be sustainable. And this is what I call with my reps formula, right? It's, it's a real, it's realistic. You're excited about it. You can make a plan in your life and it's sustainable, sustainable for more than 30 days. Cause I always look at these 30 day plans. I'm like, well, what happens on day 31? Right. When you work with me in a short term way, I'm trying to set you up for success so that when we do work together in I don't work with anyone in less than 12 weeks. But if we work together in a 12 week cycle, it's something that you can be like, you know what, I can repeat this 12 week cycle or I know how to tweak it based on what's going on in my life. And then we have what I call uh, you're not pacing yourself. And, and I see it, see it all the time. A, that, you know, Rome wasn't built overnight. You know, there's a, a, I live here in Boston. And when we were going through the big dig, um, I should Google how long ago the big dig was, but we went to the big dig and it was supposed to be like, you know, literally a minute, but it was not a minute. And there was just like crazy traffic just to like create all of this infrastructure. And there was a sign as you were kind of entering kind of the heart of the big dig. And it said, Rome wasn't built in a day. If it was, we would have hired their contractor. And in my mind, I know that they're trying to be humorous, but at the same time, I thought that was like a big F you to everyone who was like stuck in all of the traffic. With that said, you know, Rome was not built in a day. Your body is not built in a day. So it's built brick by brick, habit by habit, routine by routine, consistency by consistency, right? That's where we're going to make the changes. And I know that that's not sexy. You know, when, um, I told someone that it took me about three years to finally like settle everything down. What's, what's going on in my body. She's like, that's too slow. And I'm like, but how long have you been trying to work on your weight loss? Cause if you've been trying to work on your weight loss for more than five years, three years is not too slow because it took me that long to unwind all the damage that I did trying to get to where I am today. And so now what I have is sustainable. 
there's not going to be this like, oh no, it's not working for me. It's like, it. this is fine. I'm finally in a sustainable, sane place <laughs> and it feels really good. So what I commonly see is like, you know, we're not pacing ourselves. You know, the, the woman I told you comes to my class two weeks before her event. And she's like, I'm going to like, you know, beat my body into submission. Well, I'm going to ask you, when was the last time that worked, right? You know, you go on vacation, you like starve yourself to vacation. Then you show up on vacation and do you starve yourself on vacation? Or you're like, game on and, you know, eating and drinking anything that is not nailed down. You know, we have to try to find our pace. And I, you know, I, I've been, you know, kind of beating this drum recently, but we have to pick our pace and make peace with it. You know, like, like I've said, what's going on in your current life. And if I gave myself enough time, right, looking ahead, you know, maybe I'm going on a week long vacation in August. And if I start looking, thinking about what's going to happen in springtime, you know, that March, April time period, then I'm taking these nice, steady, small steps towards August, you know, maybe I have a, you know, Christmas time vacation coming up. And so maybe I'm starting that, starting the the March towards that vacation in June. So that I'm not like waking up on November 1st and being like, I got a sprint to my December 25th vacation. You know, that sucks. Like that gets old. And, you know, as so many people are like, it's so hard to motivate. Yeah, it's so hard to motivate when you're like, I got six weeks to try to cram in six months of, you know, eating better, working out, sleeping better, where instead we say, okay, let's pick a pace, right? Like how many of you can sprint forever? If you think about it, a sprinter goes 800 meters and that's it. You know, that's it. So if we think about it as a marathon, you know, I have the beginning of the marathon pace, then I have the middle of the marathon pace, then I have the end of the marathon pace. So if we pick what our beginning is, I don't have to try to sprint that full 26 miles because that get old, that get old fast. And it's challenging and it's really easy to want to throw in the towel because I'm, you know, pressing that restriction button so hard and, you know, everything I look at, I want. I remember when I was competing and I was probably about two weeks out from show. And this is when it's, you know, the, the most restrictive. And I was in Marshalls and this poor woman, she didn't even know that I was like feeling like this towards her. So for you stranger out there, I apologize. And I was like, you know, in Marshall's and this woman was eating an apple. And I was like, oh my God, I could totally take this woman. <laughs> I wanted that apple so badly. And at the time I couldn't have any apples unless I worked out. And I was like, oh my God, I want that apple so bad. And so that's that's totally not pacing myself, right? That I was just like crazy for flipping apple. <laughs> All right. So the last, the last piece here is not focusing, uh, focusing on the wrong things. And I call this majoring in the minors, right? So what is majoring? What is majoring in the minors? So I, I had a client ask me, she's like, I was like, oh, let's cut, let's see if we can beef up, our, let's beef up your shakes and see if we can get a little bit more, um, some more vegetables into you. So why don't you toss in some, um, Oh, so why don't you toss in some vegetables into your uh, shake? 
And she's like, oh, okay. And she's like, you know, and I'm like, and I was just kind of just, you know, brainstorming off uh, the top of my head. And I was like, oh, why don't you, um, why don't you think about adding in some, you know, um, spinach or kale or um, spinach or kale or uh, zucchini? And she's like, oh, well, I heard that you shouldn't um, eat spinach raw. It's not healthy. And I was like, huh. And I was like, I never heard that. And so, you know, and I was like, you know what, here's the thing. I look at that as a small, I look at that as a pebble, right? So if you think about, if you think about life, right, we have, uh, if, if we had a, 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 a cylinder, right? So imagine we have a, this glass cylinder and then we take these big rocks and we put the glass, we put it into the glass cylinder. Now that glass cylinder starts to get really full, right? So then we start to put in some, um, some pebbles, right? The little smaller pebbles, put the small pebbles in. Again, it's getting, it's getting fuller. And then we put in water, right? So now we've filled our container. When I put in the big rocks, the big things that are just really the dial movers, I fill my container. And if I think about my container as my body, as my health, I'm really going to focus on those big rocks. So the big rocks are the is nutrition, right? We want 80% of our nutrition to be healthy. And that's going to come from anything that you can grow. You can pluck it. It swims. It runs on the ground. That is great nutrition. Am I going to split hairs if you're eating cooked spinach versus not cooked spinach? No, it's, it's at the end of the day, that's, that's too much thinking, right? It's hard enough for me to get a lot of women to eat vegetables. So I'm not going to split hairs over if things are cooked or not cooked. You know, the raw community will come at me and be like, nothing should be cooked over whatever temperature raw people cook. I, I just want you to get in 80% quality food. Right. And when I say quality, quality based on what you can afford. The second rock is exercise. You know, I want you to think about, you know, at minimum two days, your strength training, because as a woman over 40, we are fighting activate. We're fighting the um, natural progression that our, our muscles start to disintegrate. We're, we're fighting that. All right. It, it is just a natural part of aging. But with strength training, we want to make sure that by the time we're 80, we're still able to pick up a gallon of milk out of the refrigerator. We're still able to push ourselves off of the toilet. Right. So the third big rock is sleep. I want to make sure that you are sleeping. And that means we're getting at least seven hours of sleep. And for many of you, that is a challenge. And I get that, you know, hormones, um, just maybe you, your partner isn't uh, sleeping well. So I always just say people that, you know, we we're, we also have our schedules. We're running, running, running. And we think that we're going to like run until we collapse. And some of you can do that. Rock on with your bad self. And some of you can't. Some of us need that like uh, decharge, like that unwind time. And so if you're struggling with sleep, I want you to think about, you know, what does your bedtime ritual look like? You know, I was having a conversation with uh, the women in my metabolic recharge program. And, you know, one of them is what has what I call revenge bedtime, right? And so what has been dubbed revenge bedtime is that you work so hard during the day 
that you feel like you need, you, you stay up later because you're, this is your only time that you get to do whatever the hell you want to do. Right. You know, it's a time that your kids are in bed. It's a time that a boss isn't telling you what to do. Maybe you work late. Maybe you're working from home and it's the only time you can kind of like, you know, unplug from the matrix and do whatever you want to do, but that eats into your morning time. So it's like, if I'm staying up, you know, I, I have a couple of clients that stay up, you know, till one, two o'clock in the morning, like God love you at two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I would be delirious, but they're staying up that late. And then it's compromising them on the backside because they, you know, one have jobs that they have to be at eight or nine o'clock in the morning, or they, they've telling themselves that they really want to work out in the morning, but because they're staying up so late, they're not able to get back up in the morning. So really start to think about like, do you have that revenge bedtime, you know, and let's, let's talk about that. The other rock is stress. You know, so many of us are, you know, running like crazy. We're stressed to the max, you know, we're worried about, you know, finding the perfect food and the perfect, this and the perfect, that girlfriend, there's no perfect, perfect ain't coming, right? If perfect was there, I would be talking about more about perfection on this podcast than I ever do. And that's why I always say the good, better, best, you know, that's what really helped me break myself of that perfection. Um, that was one of my like biggest rocks that I had to put in my container was breaking free of the break of fear that free. Ugh, oh my gosh. I can speak, breaking free of the perfection and really focusing on what I call good, better, best, right? What feels good, what's better and what's best and being okay with that and giving myself credit that I was able to hit good versus I didn't get 120% and didn't get a gold star. And the last piece was my mindset. The last piece, the last, I guess I want to say this is like a boulder for a lot of people is working, uh, working that mindset of letting go of the comparison, comparison of what you could do when you were in your twenties and your thirties, letting go of the comparison of what Sally or, or Jimmy is able to do compared to what you're able to do and really focusing on like, what can I be consistent with? Right. It's not about, you know, what can I do all the time? It's like, you know, I look at health and fitness as this like matrix, right? You know, it's like always trying to make sure that we're putting all the pieces together so that we're, you know, some sometimes the focus is the nutrition. Sometimes the focus is our mindset. Sometimes the focus is our habits. Sometimes the focus is our exercise. And what I find with a lot of my clients, they're really good with the exercise. They're fabulous with the exercise. But the other three, eh, not so much, right? So we really have to start to say, you know, what are the areas that are, you know, not, need a little bit more shoring up. And finally, you know, this is a piece that goes by the wayside. And when I, and I've had several podcasts about self-care It's self-care isn't about manicures and pedicures, right? You know, for me, self-care is going for a nice walk, right? That is my like, you know, unplug time. You know, I go, I listen to a podcast and I listen to it on a device that I can't make a phone call. I can't get a text. It's just me out and about, um, you know, spending time with people that make you happy, reading a good book, right? Creating a done list. Like we have this ever running to-do list. What if we started creating a done list so that we can look back and be like, okay, you know, even though I feel like I'm not getting stuff done, look at me, I am getting stuff done. All right. So that's, that's the five things that seem to be keeping people from actually hitting 
hitting their goals this summer was that when we start focusing on the wrong things and sure, it could be amazing to feel like, you know, we go to the gym and it feels amazing, but if you're not seeing visible results, we got to, we got to look at something, right? If I keep doing the same thing and I'm not getting results, I have to, I have to look at, is my process broken? And here's where like, we got to look at like, your diet should be the main focus of your efforts. That 80% of your results are going to come from your nutrition. And so when I do that, you know, that means cleaning up, you know, am I eating too many processed foods? Things are coming out of a package. Um, am I eating too many things that contain added sugars? Am I not eating enough protein? Am I not eating enough vegetables, right? So I want to focus on, am I not getting enough water? So I want to focus in on what can I add? So the first two things I always make people add, check your water, check your vegetables, check your protein. Those are your three things. Those are big dial movers for you. And it's not about going to the gym every day and being there for 4 million hours a day. It's like, really, how can I... Um, do all this and not feel like I need to beat my body into submission because these five mistakes, they can slow down your progress. And that's what makes so many of you quit because you've lost all hope because you've putting in all this effort and you're not seeing any results on the backside. In reality, it's these unintentional errors that will keep tripping you up. So if you want to keep avoiding these summer mistakes, focus in on what I've talked about. And, you know, I don't want you to feel like you have to write all of this down. I've created a, um, a little handout for you. It's a uh, five keys to summer fitness. So all you have to do is just download this and you can read it, uh, read it on your own. And then, you know, feel free to figure out which ones do you want to focus on, right? Cause we can't focus on everything, you know, where, where are the things that you feel that you need to focus on. And, you know, maybe it's one of the rocks that you're missing that you're like, you know what, I need, really need to focus on my nutrition, my nutrition's crap, or I really need to focus on, you know, giving myself a longer runway, you know, whatever it is, you know, it's, there's still time, right? There's still time to get yourself going. You can, you know, start now, you can start tracking your progress, start creating a plan and you can start focusing on things that are really going to move your dial. And so if you need any help or support, do you me a favor, reach out to me. I am always open to giving you a tip or two. Um, you can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach on Instagram. You can find me at uh, Kim Barnes Jefferson on Facebook. All right, that's all I got for you this day. Um, feel free, again, I'm going to put it in the show notes for you to grab the um the five mistake, the five summer mistakes so that you can uh, really crush this. All right, ladies, enjoy the rest of your day. And I will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.